All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers can learn how to grow their bootcamp and social media. Here's your host, Travis Matern. G'day guys, back again uh, with a live uh, with one of my favorite people in the fitness industry, JP. Uh, very awesome to have you here. Uh, we're just sort of chatting and catching up as always just beforehand. It's really great. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar with JP, uh, awesome trainer, all about fun, all about fascia uh, and a whole heap of cool things. But uh, a couple of big things, currently the New Zealand Educator of the Year and the, the, I think the coolest thing about that, which we were just chatting about as well, apart from being the educator of the year, is he mentioned in there in the New Zealand awards, he had seven of his students up for awards, um, which I think some of them won as well. Um, yeah. Not only nominated is obviously a big thing for these sort of events, but to nominate and win is always good. And then on top of that, I'm pretty sure the last couple of years you've had a had a bunch of students up for the last couple of years as well. And I know someone you're working with, uh, Corinne has won it previously, and I'm not sure whether you were working with her previously to her winning or, or not, but I know a lot of uh, a lot of good education does come from around this fellow right here. So thank you very much for being here. Um, and also, guys, as you jump in, if you're watching this live via Facebook or listening to it later, uh, if you want to reach out to JP and say hello, um, you know, do in the comments as well. We always love to hear from you guys uh, in the comments uh, below. Uh, but thank you very much for being here, JB. Thank you for giving up some of your time today. Uh, it's a real pleasure, mate. I, I love doing this stuff. Um, I'm very passionate about it, which is, um, which is, I think, one of the reasons that I was lucky enough uh, and, and received that honour of uh, being uh, named as Educator of the Year in New Zealand, despite the fact that I live in Perth and Australia. I was, <laughs> I've spent a lot of time there. Um, they're great people, um, very open. Um, they absolutely take on everything that you um that you have to offer and uh yeah it's it was just it was such a privilege to um to get the award last year it was it was a real highlight of my whole career to say the least um yeah so and with regard to the stuff that you're doing right here uh equally yourself and Jono with fitness education online what you have created and the community you've created and the education platform that you have which is vast it's um it's an absolute honor to be asked to be part of um this event no i mean as, as i've said a, a couple of the last videos it's it's really us trying to share some of our amazing experience that we've, we've been lucky enough to have you know like we've been lucky enough to go over to things like fitx or, or whether it be idea in america or camp pro or filex uh, we, we've been lucky to have those opportunities um, and other, not not even just in the fitness field, field, um, field, we've gone to like marketing ones and stuff like that. And so for us to be able to share some of this knowledge from some of these great speakers is a real, it's really what we're about. And that's what we're, what we really enjoy doing. But a couple of things I want to touch on. I know you're, you know, I believe you're turning 50 this year and I know you're doing your, right. your 50 at 50 and 50, 50 and 50. Yeah. How's yeah. that traveling? If, if those of you who aren't aware, you set himself, JP set himself a whole heap of like targets and goals to go through. Uh, the year, um, how are you traveling? What have you? Any, anything's ticked off? Anything coming up that are the big events? 
Really good, actually, mate. Yeah, funny enough, I'm going to do a live straight after this in my page. It's called Aging Like a Boss, A-G-I-N-G, without the E there, Aging Like a Boss. And, and basically, it's it's um, that's where you can follow the whole thing. So um, what what inspired it really was I worked with some, some older clients and, you know, there's a lot of people kind of my age. Um, I've got a few school friends on Facebook and things like that. And what seems to be happening is a lot of people – <laughs> there's a, there seems culturally there seems to be this thing of that the aging is more about kind of managing gradual decline <laughs> um, rather than like continuing to to, to push on and and, in, and really enjoy and celebrate life so I see aging as a celebration of life um, because you know each year you know more you've experienced more so it, it only gets better and you can do more so from my point of view I thought, well, the, in the year that I turned 50, 2020, I would set myself 50 things that I want to do across the year. And some would be massive and some would, you know, some would be like bucket lists and some would just be things that I just haven't ever done and I've always wanted to do and they've just not gone to a list. Where it, So, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm passionate about um, running and one of my targets for this year is to run 50 kilometers on soft sand, you know, because yeah. – I love sand running. I love beach running, and and running on sand is really, you know, a real challenge. You know, so so big things will be like that. Release my first book. I'm gonna I'm gonna um, write a book, which, funny enough, is called Joy in Motion. Which and and my session with you guys is called Finding the Joy in Movement. Um, I want to make my first keynote speech because I love speaking at conferences, and I I really want to want to do the. I've, I've got a uh, something called Poetry in Motion, which is a which is a really uh, special, uh, it's a personal story linked with with this bigger concept of, of joy. And I I want to do that this year. And it turns out I've actually got a booking for that this year as well. So Beautiful. They're kind congratulations. Of really, they're big, big things. Um, and then there's smaller stuff that I've never done. For example, I've never bought a homeless person a meal. I've never had a surfing lesson. Um, so, and, and then there's other stuff where I want to do real good for others. So I've, I've awarded a scholarship place to my next level mentorship. Um, so someone gets two and a half thousand dollars worth of education um, gifted to them because <coughs> I, I want to be, uh, I want to kind of level the playing field so that it's not yeah. just about having access because you have the funds. It's actually, we can, we can bring people through that um, equally as talented and deserve the opportunity so there's things like that, you know, picking up, you know, 50 pieces of plastic from a, from a beach is one of, one of my things, playing 50 games in a day. And then I've got silly ones, like I want to video myself doing 50 comedy walks um, because I love just doing Monty strange Python. walks. So, yeah, so I've got, I, I've got a number of those, but I haven't got 50. I've got to create Monty Python, John 50 Cleese, new words. It's very John Cleese, Monty Python, John yeah. But, yeah. So, yeah, so I've got a lot of, a lot of, that kind of thing. I want to stand on one leg for 50 minutes. Um, so, you know, the word, the, the 50 thing goes in. A couple of things. Of things. And I don't even know if some of them are possible. I'm just going <laughs> to give them a dang. Give dang them a go. go. I've just, um, the one I've just, I'm literally, it's day 30 today, was eat once a day for 30 days straight. And I'm on day 30 now. And, and, and indeed, I have eaten only once a day for that 30 days. So that, and, you know, how and how just, have you found that, just curiously? Yeah, for me, it was a health challenge. So in other words, um, you know, intermittent fasting has that many benefits. It's just like I want to I want to kind of do a proper test of that. Um, so that's been that's I've learned a few things along the way, but it's been 
uh, overwhelmingly positive thing to do. Hmm. Uh, well, it's so, funny that yeah. you say that because what was the first thing I said to you when we when we came on the live call? Uh, I I don't even know now. Is it, is it meant to be a, some kind of cognitive uh, test? This one? <laughs> no, I, no. <laughs> I said you look very fresh. I, I said you look very fresh. That's you absolutely very... true. You did. Yeah, that's the very first thing I yeah. said to you. I was like, wow, you look very like fresh and clean, and yeah. you know, like yeah, wow. yeah. yeah it was, uh, that was the very first thing I said to you, which is very interesting. That's at the true. End of 30 days. Of, of, it's because I've had a shave. Maybe I don't know. Maybe, maybe. But anyway, that's. That's it. that's an encompassing, encompassing quick chat now of, of who this guy is and, and why we enjoy spending time with him so much. Um, but let's get into Joy in Motion. Uh, great that you're writing a book about it because yeah. that way you can almost say, you know, it's almost like us writing the book of the boot camp where we're like, we literally wrote the book on it. You can say yeah. uh, you literally wrote the book on it because that, that is what you're about and, and that's the thing that when we go to so many of your, about a lot of stuff, like don't let me just yeah. pigeonhole you into that. You're so many things that you're full of, but uh, joy and fun and movement is probably for me the thing that I most um, see you and resonate with you on is just yeah. your your playful character, your, your ability to make, uh, think outside the box for sessions, your ability to try and, um, make it not just, hey, we're going to be doing, you know, three sets of 10, you know, in, in a gym or whatever these scenarios are. We're doing circuits. We're not just going to be doing 60 seconds of squats and then we move to the next yeah. station. Um, yeah. Yeah, like when did this all come about for you about the importance of fun or the importance of joy in movement? I think um, I think so. I, I didn't used to um, be in the fitness industry. Honestly, it was a change for me at, at like 36 years old. So when I entered the industry, it was like, I was just really into kind of fitnessy type stuff. You know, I, I love going to the gym. I love to run. Um, and it was, um, and I was quite, I was sort, sort of a bit serious about it, but um, it wasn't lighting my fire in the way it should. So I was committed and dedicated and it made me feel good. But it didn't light my fire in the way that I expected. And, and I was um, lucky enough, like back in 2010, I, um, I'm, I'm, always, I'm a playful character. But back in 2010, I, I did this mentorship with, you know, one of the other industry greats, you know, I, you know Dwyer. Mm -hmm. um, and he was using play as a, as a technique, you know. It, it was like, okay, then, so why can't we use play? And it's just like, what does it do for you? It does all these amazing things. It's like, well, uh, so why don't we do that then? And I'm like, okay. So it was like, it was almost like there was, I didn't realize that I had, a weird pair of glasses on that stopped me from seeing that ridiculously mm. obvious point. So I then go, okay, then it was almost like I'd been given permission to just explore that side of my, my personality within this field that I retrained into. And from then on, that, that's what I did. I, I could see so many opportunities <clears throat> to actually create fun around the movement. Now in the early days, what was happening was I was just going, how do I make this fun? So in other words, it was just, it was kind of like a blitz attack. You know, it was just like, just make it fun and everything gets better. Whereas once you kind of do it for a while, you say, oh, well, hang on. Is this even appropriate and targeted for the purpose, you know, the outcome that we want? And it was so, so I always managed, you know, the more I kind of learned and the more I kind of grew myself and I started presenting at conferences and, and teaching as a master instructor and things like that, it was just like, well, hang on. 
we can't just make it fun for the sake of making it fun. It, it, mm. it needs to be even better than that. It needs to be smarter than that. What we need to do is actually go, okay, then it needs to be fun, but also it needs to be targeted towards people's goals, what outcomes do they actually want? Because otherwise you're just they're coming along, having a bit of a laugh, going home, and actually they're not reaching any of their goals. That then is just, you know, they, it's what you call play for circus. Right? So it's not play for purpose, it's play for circus. And that isn't necessarily what we should be about because we're meant to be exercise professionals. So that brought this kind of higher thinking, I guess, and I started looking to, okay, then, all right, then what type of things do we want for this type of outcome? Then what might resonate with the right kind of personality style? Because then you've got, because you can have people that are quite traditionally minded and go, well, just don't even think about sticking yeah. a balloon in my face because that's not what I'm about. I'm actually about doing the training. So in other words, then the language that we use, do, do we use the language differently? Because it might be that this person over here, we're going to play a game. And this person over here, we're going to do an agility drill. Those two mm -hmm. things are the same. But the language that we use to describe that thing will, will determine the buy-in on that. So it's, there's all these different kind of variables that you then have to sort of think about. I think not just the language, right, but also the tools. Like you just mentioned, like the balloon there, like, you know, for someone who's a bit more playful, the balloon is like, yeah, a bit of fun. Maybe you're going through like a bit of a course and going through with the balloon and doing some agility stuff. Whereas someone who's not as playful, you're just going through the course and go, okay, let's see how quick you can get through this course. You know, like so, it's not just it's not just the the language, but I think also the the, the little bits of equipment that you can add into it that that make it a bit a bit different as well. Um, yeah. So the other thing that I really appreciate from your side of things is not just the fun, but also the 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 three dimensional style of movement as well. Like a, mm -hmm. it's a big part of it. I think that also, like like you said, it depends on whether they're traditional movers and all that sort of stuff. Which one? people are going to be uh, resonate with, which I think is also important. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think that's a big one, really. I mean, I my one of my overriding kind of values um, were, is authenticity. So so that that's across the board because obviously I, I'm a I'm an exercise coach and, and I'm also a, a, an educator and a writer, but I also coach human beings. So in other words, I'm 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 actually a personal development or growth uh, coach. So I need to make sure that we're dealing with this base level value of authenticity. In other words, we are who we present to be. Mm. We are reflecting on the outside world what we are on the inside world. When it comes to movement, how are we designed to function? How are we designed to move? So we have to be authentic to human movement. Also, we have to be authentic to how do we function at our highest level well it, it ain't when we're hating hating on something mm. i can tell you that so if we're hating what we're doing we're hating our movement we're not going to function as well physically either but also the benefits that we get aren't going to be as good so i know a lot on the on the kind of the myofascial the neuromyofascial kind of perspective so in other words how muscles connective tissue and nerves all kind of work along with kind of hydration and the blood system and the lymphatic system, all those kind of things. So I, I know more about 
those kind of things than maybe you would learn on a on a traditional course, which is more about muscular, contractile muscular mm-hmm. work. If you then look at how we're designed to move along those lines, along that basis, then you go, all right, the tissues are um, a multi-directional, three-dimensional fabric. So the more directions that we're moving, the better. So therefore, if the more directions that we move in, the better for the health of the tissues, depending upon the outcome that people want as well, then if we can put three-dimensional movement in there, that's going to be really good. If we can create um, more positivity around that, positive emotional state around that, they actually function better because they're more open and ready. So it's a little bit like you see an athlete on a start line and they're, you know, say it's 100 meters and they're kicking their legs and they're trying to, they're constantly trying to move because what they know is is that if they can bring themselves into a calmer state, they're going to perform better. Mm. The irony with a uh, with with finding some form of joy in the movement, and it doesn't just mean laughter; it just means pure, actual, you know, um, internal enjoyment, intrinsic enjoyment in that. Is that you are more open. Everyone's been really sad or depressed or stressed, and they feel the tightness in their body. Mm. And everyone's been really happy and joyful in times, and they feel open and free. Imagine if you can combine multi-directional movement with that um, state, that emotional state, your ability to perform goes up. So there's some there's some kind of cool stuff around that whole thing. So when it comes to moving really authentically well, if we can add in a positive affect, as they call it, in other words, you are enjoying life, uh, then your performance at the time will be better, but also your ability to then grow post-workout is improved as well mm. and there's science on that i've just added which is which is the science would be interesting if you got off the top of your head but i mean we'll, we'll probably we'll probably leave it there i think well someone uh someone's just coming with a question here and the question was sure. if we put a percentage in uh importance on importance uh, whether it be physical emotional or psychological in training where should we put the priority this is a really interesting question right like it's a great question. Where, where I, <clears throat> sorry, I can't see. Uh, it doesn't tell me who asked the question, unfortunately. But it does. It does pop up that says we've got a question. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Do you? Where would you put some of those areas? I, I mean, I think it's. I suppose it depends on the person, right? Well, I, I'm going to answer both from some stuff that I've read. Some so some some uh, research that I've done. Some as in research on other people's science, not my own science. And also from the experience that I've had um, over the over the last kind of decade or so, and that would be that when you look at some of the research, what seems to come through is that so first of all, adherence to exercise has more to do with enjoyment and social connection than any other factor. So our industry is such that we spend a lot of time learning how the body works so that we can then physically manipulate the body and create change that way. Here's the thing. If people don't turn up to your sessions, you can't do that. So keeping people going would be a very important um, factor in them reaching an outcome. How do you keep people going? It's not by being an absolute gun in the brain 
it's actually about creating experiences that, that, that have enjoyment and social connection in them. On the social connection side, Harvard did a 77-year study on sophomore um, men. It was like 740 men, and they tracked them and literally until they died. What they were looking at there was health outcomes, so health and longevity outcomes. The number one factor in a longer and healthier life wasn't obesity, it wasn't diet, it wasn't smoking, it wasn't exercise. Their health, the number one factor was social connection. Mm. So we've got <clears throat> these things that just keep hitting us in the face about social connection and mm. enjoyment. And by the way, social connection, there's a whole heap of stuff around what does social connection do for you? Well, social connection puts you in a parasympathetic state. So it puts you into that um, rejuvenation, re, uh, recuperation, growth, that it puts your body into that place. So some other stuff that I've looked at also shows that there's a lot of stuff that shows you that the exercise has this knock-on effect to emotional in, um, positivity, but also mental cognition. Yeah, so yeah. in other words, you cognitively, you're better if you can think better. You can train yourself movement-wise smarter. There's less going the other way. Okay, then what about a positive emotional state? How does that affect your mood? Well, with that, there's some evidence around if you're in a more positive emotional state, i.e. a non-stressed emotional state, your physical growth, for example, muscular growth, muscular recovery, is enhanced by being not in a stressed state by being in a more yeah. positive emotional state. Um, and it's the same with your um, mental state also. So if you're not in a more um, uh, enlightened or what would I say activated mental state, that your physical performance improves also. So to put a percentage on all of that stuff, we're emotional beings. So for me, I would say the thing that you do is important but the state that you go into it for me that's mm. my answer is more important so in other words if you do not enjoy the physical training that you do not only do the benefits are the benefits are stunted by that but also over time what you're going to find is that it will it will um probably start having a negative effect and also mm your ability to stay with it is going to be severe. New adherence, yeah. So, so, I mean, adherence the, is around enjoyment and fun and, and yeah. It's enjoyment and social connection, yeah. So they're the, yeah. they're the two big factors. So so for me, if people um, – what what's really, really important is you have to find some physical activity, whatever it is, and it be – Enjoy. It'll be something that you friggin' love, you know. Because without that, then you, then the amount of benefits that you're going to get are going to be consistent. So that list is mm. going to shorten. You enjoy it. That's you. It's not only is it your physical exercise time. It's your me time. It's your mm -hmm. meditation time. It's time when you enter flow. It's a time when you catch up with lots of other people. It's hugely nourishing on the human being level not just on the human body level. That is what we should be creating in, in our world. Not just a chore, right? 
essentially. Correct. I, I always remember my, my first job, uh, big box sort of gym, um, aquatic center sort of gym, and people would come in and they're like, oh, I'm joining the gym because I need to get fit, uh, mm. but I hate the gym. And I'm like, mm. well, if you want to get fit, like, what do you like doing? Do you like playing tennis? Yeah. Do you like going dancing? Do you like, yeah. you know, like I, I really think it's only been in the last, you know, I suppose decade or so where, where, where the gym has been the focus. Like you've got, if you want to get fit, you've got to go to the gym. There's no other way to get fit. You have to go to a gym. You have to be a member of a gym yes. to be fit. Like we all know statistically that is so wrong. Like in regards yeah. to membership, gym memberships and all those sort of things. Right. Whereas, I think now we're starting to get on that flip. Maybe it's just the people I'm seeing and hanging out with and I follow and I do this. We're starting to get on that flip side of things where people are appreciating the things that can get you fit, which aren't the gym, whether it be, uh, you know, movement on the outside, whether it be yoga, animal flow, whether it be um, playing a sport, doing an activity, all those sort of things. I think are starting to like come back out, you know, being outdoors and doing like calisthenics workouts and stuff like that. That's becoming more and more popular, um, based on my like you know limited perspective there, and and I think it comes down to like you said, enjoyment. I think for me, there are heaps of people that truly enjoy the gym, and that's completely fine. Do you know what I mean? It's not. This isn't an anti-gym kind of uh, message. Mm. It's actually just a it's a pro enjoyment message. So. I know a heap of people that just love going to the gym. And I was like, yeah, go for it. Just keep keep doing that because you freaking love it. You know, that's that's really, really important. Um, but equally, I also know those people that go, oh, I'm gonna, I suppose I'm going to have to join the gym. One, mm. No, because I've got this whole concept of um, not exercise. So in inverted commas. In other words, there's a heap of stuff out there that is not called exercise that is exercise. It's just that we've chosen to name structured things. Okay, this is a structured program, so it's exercise. And this is just me going off and running around with a dog, or this is just me going off and playing frisbee. This is me going to the beach every day and having a swim. That's just something I do for recreation. When I Actually, it all comes under physical activity. So from that point of view, we're all getting all the same benefits, except actually you guys are probably getting more benefit because, okay, then you walk up a hill three times a week because you love the view at the top and you just love being out in nature. Oh, mm. oh, hang on. Can we look at the cardiovascular benefits and the strength benefits uh, um, as a result of that? And also the, the different angles of force that go through the body as a result of that. Oh, oh, hang on. That's actually a better workout than being on a stair climber for half an hour. So you, you look at all those kind of things and suddenly they, we've got this um, ability to categorize stuff. Whereas this is like, let's just look at when do you move? What does it do for you? And yeah. if we can get back to that and it just be enjoyable, then there's a there's a whole heap of cool knock-on effects, not just into your physical well-being, but your entire enjoyment mm. of life. Yeah, which is which is so important, right? Uh, like you said, I don't know. Have you have you read any Johan Hari stuff? I haven't. No. Okay, Johan Hari uh, has a couple of books. One is on addiction. And the other one is on connection. Uh, it's called Lost Connections. Uh, you'd probably really like it. Johan Hari, for those of you who are listening, uh, really, I think he's a British or South African sort of guy. Um, and very, very good book. Lost Connections is the one I've read. I've not read the addiction one, but, um, yeah, the Lost Connection one's very interesting. And there's a lot of those studies around, like, society becoming more and more isolated and, and the benefits of, like, creating community and, 
and finding something, finding pleasure in what you do with your life. Uh, and I think that's yeah. that's one of the important messages uh, from this little chat today as well. Yeah, now, um, for people who want to reach out to you, what's the best way to, to reach out and, and touch base with you, yourself? So um, I've got a couple of pages. Um, so there's Aging Like the Boss. I've also got a page called, uh, it's a group, sorry. Um, so they're both groups. So Aging Like a Boss is one group. And then the other one is called Be Free. Be Free is um, shortly going to be renamed as the next level because everything uh, across my old uh, remit across uh, this part of the world is, is all about taking yourself to the next level, whatever that may be for you. Um, but, uh, yeah, you search Be Free on the next level, you'll find us. We can obviously send you the, the link so you can uh, show the link for you. You can email me, um, in fact, Instagram, at John Polly JP. So, Is that new? I've, you just started popping up on my Instagram a lot. So, and I was like, oh. um, no, Instagram's been going for more than a year. But, okay. uh, so that's um, at John Polly JP um, on Instagram. So you'll, that's a very easy follow or um or you can email jp at bfreemlw.com.au. Beautiful. Uh, and then I'm running programs uh, across Australia and New Zealand, and we do um, – there's some manual therapy that you might be interested in as well if for those people that do a little bit of manual work. We're doing facial therapy, which is a combination, a trademarked combination to myself and Corinne Austin, which is uh, about the joining the lymphatic and fascial systems and how you can manipulate those um for again a pretty damn joyful effect beautiful if you're if you're interested in any of that stuff uh you leave a comment below uh we can make sure jp can get get a hold of those comments and, and have a chat with you uh we had another comment coming here which we might we might answer later um but apart from that jp thanks for your time today um it's always great to have a chat with you you're always someone that i enjoy hanging out with and, and and enjoy seeing when, when it's at the conventions, typically over in New Zealand, funnily enough. Um, <laughs> so I suppose, I suppose technically New Zealand's probably closer than Perth uh, for, for us Sydney people. So, uh, yeah, it's always always great to, to be able to spend a bit of time with you and have a chat with you. Uh, thank you for being here. If you're interested in whatever JP is doing, you can leave a comment below, follow him on Instagram uh, or, or hit him up with his next level stuff. Uh, thank you very much, guys. And we will see you with our next guest later in, uh, I think it's tomorrow. Uh, we'll see you then, guys. Cheers. Bye, all. If you liked the show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes, and leave us a five-star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your boot camp, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au. Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Well, check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your client's needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you while you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. 
visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.